Thank you for listening to this Podcast One production. Available on Apple Podcasts and Podcast One. In an era of online retail where everything is just a few clicks away, buying a car should be no different. That's why at Carvana, you can buy a car 100% online. We made it easy to browse, view, and buy from over 10,000 cars. You can even trade in your old car, all while binge-watching your favorite TV show. Afterwards, we'll deliver your car to you. Or you can pick it up from one of our car vending machines. Either way, your car comes with a seven-day return policy. So grab a seat, relax in your comfy pants, and enjoy the new way to buy a car at Carvana. Hello, Chico Pitbull, Mr. 305, but I said Mr. Worldwide. You already know what it is. Listen to my new podcast from Negative to Positive. Subscribe today. Now, part of the things that we're doing over here at Negative to Positive is encouraging people to change their lives, change the things that are within their power. I want to thank our good friends at KFC for helping me bring this to you. Feed your whole crew with KFC. Let's go. I can get the KFC bucket of chicken, and you know, that's fire. Now, Babu, you know that you could get that mac and cheese, that mashed potato, gravy, those biscuits. Now, that's, that's trouble right there. That is fire right there. You know, on Negative to Positive, we're always talking about striving and achievement. And, and the Colonel Sanders story is, is a story that inspired me since I was 10 years old. Look how life comes full circle. Now I'm talking about Colonel Sanders and Kentucky Fried Chicken and how much I love it. <laughs> Listen to my new podcast from Negative to Positive. Check out the vodcast. Subscribe today. Apple Podcast. Podcast One. Spotify. That's right. When that clash comes together, it's episode 52 of Rule of Two. We're live 52, here. 52 Patrick episodes. Patrick Willis episode. I love it. We're coming in hot today, as you saw by the title. <laughs> we're, we're, we're feeling a little yeah. – this, this, this is going to be a good one. We're, we're, we're packed today. We're packed. We're going to have calls at the end of the show. We're going to have a very special guest call in to help us out with uh, some of these topics, uh, which we'll get to in a minute. But uh, first off, joining me as always, Mark Fernandez, a.k.a. Darth or Mark Sidious. I yeah. always do that. How yeah, are you? Whatever. It's yeah. all good, man. How, how are you? Doing well. Doing well. Good. Talking Star Wars. Yeah, man. I had a fucking nerd out this weekend. I saw that. I had a big nerd out this weekend. Yeah. Which is good. Um, another happy landing. Yeah. What's up, Jared Thompson? <laughs> we got um, the Rule of Two Army in the chat. Thank you for joining yeah. us as always. But um, so there's this, there's this VR game called uh, – Retro Arcade or Neon Retro Arcade. I forget the name of it. Yeah. But basically, it's an authoring tool that allows you to create your own arcades. And it's a very – it's kind of a complicated process to, to like, put it all together. It's a pain in the ass, lots of YouTube videos, lots of documents, lots of tech, you know, lots of searches to actually get it to work. But once you get it working, it's this incredibly powerful tool. Nice. So I spent maybe 20 hours this weekend building my perfect arcade. So I saw in the room you had yeah. like old school uh, uh, like stand-up arcades, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And so you can go and start playing these things? You can, yeah, yeah. You can play them inside oh. VR with your joystick. I mean it's absolutely incredible. Oh, that's great. And um, for the for the Rule of Two army out there, I got I got the original Star Wars, of course. Of course. You know, yeah, it took me a I while to build it. I tried to make the cabinet as realistic as possible. Oh, that's awesome. I got Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. That was one of my favorite. I was like, Golly, resp- rule the world. I was responding to you and then my fiance was like, what are you doing? I'm, Nothing. And just liked it and moved on. Kali <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Ma will rule the world. Soon, Kali Ma will rule the world. I love that. And if you remember that video game, I mean, it was it's a terrible video game. It's actually kind of hard to play. It is. But, but, but when you're in the, the mine race, right. that, that's fun. It's, it's, it's a know? lot of fun. And when you're a little kid and like you see it at the end of the like of the game room and you beg your mom for the yeah. tokens and you just run up to it and you know you're only going to get to play for 15 seconds. Right. And you put the quarter <laughs> in and like, Kali Ma would rule the world. It, it always starts right there. Yeah. And then you die. And you're like, all right. <laughs> Right. There we go. Um, and then the other Star Wars game that I got, it's it's a little bit more of a sort of like a sweaty, sweaty type of game. Okay. But it was the Return of the Jedi uh, arcade. Do you remember this one? Yes. Wait. I'm trying. To, yeah. It's it, somewhat. As difficult, my memory. As difficult as Temple of Doom is, mm-hmm. as difficult as any game you can imagine is, multiply that by 30. Okay. And then you have the Return of the Jedi uh, arcade game. Did anybody out there play it? Let's. Uh, what was the like? So, so, so basically, it's like a speeder game. Okay. So, so, so you're on the yes. speeders, 
and it's like an isometric view. Yeah. And you got to haul ass with mm-hmm. the speeders in these all these trees. And it's hard to navigate, it's and you die every time. It's so hard to navigate. Yeah. I mean, like, there should be a whole genre of gaming of people that actually try to be good at these games because these games were all designed for you to put in more quarters. Oh, yeah. You oh, know? yeah. So dying was part of the design. Right. And killing you, like, effectively is part of the design so that you keep putting in quarters. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so I, I did that this weekend. So, yeah, man, all in all, pretty funny, good, fun stuff. Good, fun Star Wars weekend. You got you touched some of the classics there. We got everybody in the live chat here. We're streaming live on Collider Videos. We're doing it every Monday at 5 p.m. Taking the live calls. That was a fun little thing we did last week. We're going to do it again now. But we... We decided – I think you came in hot yeah. with this idea. I came in hot today. And it was – I'm like, yeah. Because I can't believe it. Like if one of these rumors turns out to be true, I'm going to be pissed off. I'm going to be pissed off and I'm out. I talked about <laughs> time travel in Star Wars and that, that was like – everybody's like, oh, shit. We lost Riley because I love Star Wars. Yeah. So it's like I can, I can get behind a lot of things and I can make it work in my mind, in my head canon. But when it comes to some of these rumors, we thought, why not? Let's talk about it. These are the rumors that piss us off. It's probably going to be a fun conversation. Yeah. And I'm sure everybody in the chat wants to join us for that. So should we just do it? Should we go into this latest episode? Let's do it. We are on episode 52. It's rule of two. Rise. Yeah. That's right. Welcome one and all. Episode 52 of rule of two here on Collider Video's main YouTube channel. You can get us on Jedi Council's Podcast One Feed if you're listening at home. Thank you for that. Mark Fernandez joining me, as always, playing some video games, playing some of the classics like Return of the Jedi, Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. And I Star play, Wars. And Star Wars, the original. The original Luke. Star Wars is, I think, my favorite. The Force is with you, Luke. The Force will be with you always. And you're, like, you have to shoot the lasers and they would just... Yeah. Ah, the park. Yeah, and like you know, they had the Wilhelm scream. The, the Wilhelm game. scream. So uh, pretty soon we're going to be joined uh, by our very uh, good friend, yeah. friend of the channel, uh, friend outside the channel. Yep. Uh, Star Wars theory is going to call in. <laughs> nice. And I believe that that's him right there. What's going on, guys? Hey, how, how you doing, Star Wars? There. Welcome to the show. Welcome back to the show. I should say. Thanks for having me. Yeah, I hopefully be a regular from now on. Yeah, you're a regular. <laughs> awesome, awesome. We love it when you call in. We're doing this thing on the show now where we're taking in callers. And, like, I figured, well, if all the sports shows have, like, really famous, cool people call in, why can't we do that? Yeah. So our favorite to talk about this kind of shit with is Star Wars Theory, the yep. man, the myth, the legend, somebody that we love supporting <laughs> on this channel. Yep. And uh, we're all big fans. And, look, we, we watch your videos, man. And, yep. and um uh, actually, one of your videos inspired this episode, which is we want to talk about episode nine rumors that piss us off. Yeah. And uh, I hear you. So <laughs> let's let's set it up, Star Wars there, because I watched your your video. And when I clicked what, on it, the, the yesterday one, uh, I, w- w- the, the latest one, yeah, but we'll just cut to the yeah. chase. So Ray is Shmi yeah. Skywalker. Is that what we're saying here? Is that Ray is Shmi yeah, yeah. Skywalker. Yeah, yeah. Talk, talk us yeah, through so the theory. Talk there, us through the theory really quick. So there's, there's this theory that that popped up like a a while ago, and then someone kind of gave it a little bit of fire, and it's actually it, it's so bizarre, but it actually is really beautiful at the same time. But if it would happen, it would just piss me right off because yeah. basically what it is is that Ray. Uh, okay, so we all saw in Rebels that you know time travel is now a thing in Star Wars. Yeah, so world between the worlds. Was basically, yeah, the world between yeah. So basically, Palpatine sees that Rey is super powerful in the past. Okay. Uh, you know, if, we're, if we're looking at uh, the Rise of Skywalker's timeline, he goes through the portal, pulls Rey out, kind of like Ezra did with Ahsoka. Mm-hmm. And then, basically, she um, is like, oh, no, I'm captured by Palpatine. Then she has to hide and goes, you know, does the whole Luke thing in Ahch 2, cuts herself off from the Force, goes to a remote, remote planet like Tatooine, becomes mm-hmm. a slave, okay. just hiding from the Empire. Mm-hmm. And then... And then it ends with her looking at the twin sons, pregnant with Anakin. Anakin. So look, first, yeah. look, look. First of all, it's not the worst theory I've ever heard because, like, really, if, no, it's not. Hold on, hold on. But just, <laughs> yeah. just hear me out on this one. Just hear me out on this one. If in fact, because look, we all heard Kevin Smith a few weeks ago said that the 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 final scene will melt your mind, right? Right. This yeah. is yeah. mind yeah. melting stuff. If somehow Ray. Okay, is 
impregnated, if that's the correct sure. word to use these days, yeah. by Kylo Ren, okay? Is it Kylo yeah. Ren? Did Is we it determine Kylo? it was Kylo Ren or the, or the Emperor? Okay, but here's the thing. Here's the weird thing is that in a Canon Vader comic that came out like a few months ago, yeah. I made a video on this one, is that you see Vader go into this time portal under his castle in Mustafar, and you see Palpatine around Shmi, and he's like using the Force to create a child in her stomach. Right. I didn't mind that. I like, like that. Okay. All right, fine. It's cool, but it's like, it's like if, if that's how it was created, then, wow. then he did that with Rey being Shmi. If Ray so is if Ray is Anakin's mother, and this whole time we were trying to find out who her mother was, but in reality it's just the story of Anakin's mother that was actually in yeah. the future. It's not the worst thing that I've heard. <laughs> it's not the worst thing that Look, I've heard. I, I'd be like, "What the heck?" But I'd also be like, "That was really cool." <laughs> At the same time, I'd be really upset. Hold on, but nobody's with me on on Kylo being uh, on the grandson actually being the daddy. The daddy? Oh, I'm out. You the mind melt. <laughs> That'd be a mind melt. Dude. I'm out. This. Listen, there are there are theories, and then there are. Motherfucking theories. Okay, but this, this is a theory. What's going to really happen no. is that Kylo is going to die. I think he's going to have to give himself up. And yeah. he's going to be the hero in the end. And I think that uh, Ray's going to live off to be, you know, a hero herself. And she's going to live happily ever after with the rest of the resistance. And uh, Palpatine's dead. Kylo's dead. And that's it. Okay, so, so, so let me ask you a question, Star Wars Theory. Um, you got this from Reddit. Is this where it started picking up steam for you? Yeah, I just typed in, like, sometimes I just randomly type in Star Wars into Google, and this is one of the things that popped up, and I'm like, holy crap, there are, like, a lot of articles covering this. Yeah. So I just put my take on it, and, uh, yeah. And, and and I've done that, too, when we're, you know, we want to do some news, and we're, we're going, uh, Reddit I love. I love going to Reddit yeah. and seeing the, the yeah. speculation. But yeah, what, I, what I can't believe is some of these Reddit threads then start to take off, and then other websites are covering them. And as yeah. news, and they go, now this comes from a Reddit user, and and that's all the the kind of the what they give it. There, there's no sourcing to it, so these rumors start to yeah. really take shape and go all over the place. I mean, just for this episode alone, I just went in, give me some Star Wars rumors, and I found the craziest headlines from the past year that I was like, come on, come on, and they're all from like a Reddit user, and like the yeah. Daily Express yeah. is the biggest. There, I mean, look, they. They profit in clicks, and I get it. So they're going to yep. do some Star Wars speculation, and they always say, "This is take it with a grain of salt." But my God, I never even look. If it's the Daily Express, I don't even bother. But um, so look, I want to shift gears with you, Star Wars Theory, for one second because um, I really want to let our audience know about something that I saw on your channel, which absolutely blew my mind hmm. of how good it was. Okay, okay? it was so good. Yeah. And if no one's seen it yet, I'm sure you've all seen it if you're watching this show because it's like some of the best fan content we have right now. Mm -hmm. But Star Wars Theory wrote and directed a short, I believe it's around four-minute, three-and-a-half-minute animated piece. It's a what-if <laughs> of, um, of, uh, of, of Anakin, Dooku, yeah. and, and the Emperor. I'm not going to spoil it because it's worth watching it. Uh, man, that was so friggin' good, Star Wars Theory. I'm so glad you're making stuff like that. Tell me a little bit about that project, man, and tell, tell, tell the people out there so, about it. That project is something that I've wanted to work on for a while, and I've always wanted to just kind of you know, have like a comedy of Star Wars going, some animation type of thing, and I just put some things together and got, you know, a great team. It's just four of us on there. We've got a sound guy, we've got an animator, and we've got an artist, and it's, it's like magic, man. It's really fun. We just take different fan fictions, that anyone can make or I make or whatever, and we just throw it into this animation style, and it, it just turns out really funny. So is it... Um, so we're, we're working on more of them, so um, I'm, I'm very excited. You know, we're up in the animation on everything, so nice. I hope to make like, it's a continuing series. Well, I, I want to share it with, uh, with people in the live chat right now. What is it, Once Upon a Theory? Once Upon a Theory. Okay, yeah. I got it. I got to yeah. check this out. It's so good. It's absolutely so good. Um how um, how did you get the voices for it? The voices were, 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 I thought, the most surprising part of it because Dooku, Anakin, uh, Obi-Wan, and the Emperor, they all sound great on it. Uh, they sound, I mean, 
The Emperor and uh, Anakin are done by me. Yep. Derek Goheen did Dooku and the Clones. And then we've got Jamie Costa, who, of course, did Obi-Wan. Oh, I, I knew that was Jamie Costa. There I you knew go. that was Jamie <laughs> Costa. There you go. So I love seeing all these guys, all you guys that we love and respect are coming together to work together like you and now Jamie Costa working together on yeah, something. That's awesome. Some, something that the, you know, yeah. the fans out there don't know, but it, 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 it's kind of our, like our little elitist circle mm. is Jamie, um, myself, Star Wars Theory. We're on a group chat mm-hmm. and all we do is just send each other impressions <laughs> of our favorite Star Wars characters <laughs> so, no one uh, will ever see them but you know what they're freaking hilarious yeah 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 some of them are really bad but that makes it good yeah that's great um, that's awesome so so Star Wars there before we let you go here man first of all thank you so much for hopping on I know you're at the beach enjoying a hey, nice thank beautiful you guys. are there yeah, beaches sorry, in Canada a little crappy yeah, well, I'm on the West Coast, right? I'm in British Columbia, so it's, oh, okay. yeah. uh, it's next year. So, so you got like Orca Island and stuff like that up there, right? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I mean, it's not beaches like what you guys have, but, you know. We, yeah, we look, do. if it's water and it's hot and you can dip your toes in it, it's a beach, right? There um, it is. Yeah, there you go. So Star Wars Theory, are there any other rumors out there um, that – actually make you think, well, wait a minute, that seems like a, like, like a real leak. Like, if you had to pick one of the leaks that's out there floating around, I don't know if you heard about the one where the Sith troopers are actually completely separate from the First Order, and the Sith troopers are actually living in the outer the regions Palpatine, right? under yeah. Palpatine's yeah. control, and that Kylo, yeah. the whole movie's based on Kylo trying to go get the Sith troopers and all this stuff. Are there any leaks out there right now that that you're hearing that you think, well, wait a minute, that's actually could be true? I think that um, one. There's one, yeah. There's one where, I, and you know, George wrote stuff like this for his scripts and stuff like that. If you read it um, through his making of books for Episode Nine, that Palpatine's going to come back. We know, but he's going to take over the body of some vessel. Mm-hmm. So I think what's going to happen, he's eventually going to take over Kylo's. Kylo's probably going to be like, okay, you know, just kill me. I don't want him in me anymore, and then he dies. I think that's that's how I think he would die. That's oh, interesting. In the I, I like that. Where'd you hear that one? Or is that speculation? Well, there's, there's the well, no. There's the Dark Empire comic. Yes. And there's also talk. Yeah. So I've, I've made a few videos on on that one, um, and then there's something that George Lucas also said, and a while ago he's like, yeah, you know, Palpatine has to come back in Episode Nine, and blah blah blah. Hmm. Yeah. So there's tons of content out there. It's just legends. Yeah, I brought up – I bring up Dark Empire every chance I get because it's one of my favorite stories. It's, I guess, considered non-canon because it, it was such a great idea. I love the idea of cloning the Emperor and cherry-picking cool. this for for Episode Nine. you know, because they did that. I mean we, we keep saying Kylo Ren is just a version of Jason Solo. So maybe yeah. they can do this here. It's starting to make a lot more sense to me. And I wonder how if it we talked about this, Fernandez, if Snoke is connected somehow to that, if he could have been a vessel for the Emperor, or if they're just going to explain away Snoke sometime. Yeah, they have to. Um, Snoke Snoke needs to be explained for me because I I actually thought Snoke was interesting, and you can't leave Snoke that way because of one core thing. And I've and, and I've said this on a few shows, is that. Snoke managed to undermine everything that Luke was building. Yeah. You got to show me how he did that. How? But right. You have to explain how he was able to do that. Mm-hmm. You know, Snoke undermined Luke and destroyed everything he had built. He destroyed his kind of destiny. Mm-hmm. Right? How did he do that? Yeah. Because you got to tell me how. Yeah. You know, you can't just let me accept it and I... then just kill the guy and then have there be nothing else. Yeah, that would be the biggest bummer to have episode nine end and there's the, no explanation whatsoever. Which is, about I think, very, 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 very viable. Well, yeah. he's got some comics coming out, so I don't know. Snoke, Snoke does? Yeah, or Kylo Ren. I know Kylo Ren and the, the rise of Kylo Ren, we're going to get a little bit of the action with the uh, Knights of Ren and maybe how that. It's got to be Snoke in there somewhere, hopefully. Star Wars yeah. Theory, uh, do you like the comics? Are you uh, reading the comics right now? I like the comics, yeah. I pick and choose which ones I read, but, I mean, you know, the ones that interest me, I think they're really cool. Yeah, I'm going to read the, the Kylo Ren one because I want to get all the Knights of Ren yeah. stuff. When's that dropping? We should do something on the show about yeah. it. When's that dropping? 
That's going to drop. I can look it up. I think it's towards as we get closer. It's in the fall, right? Yeah, it's in the fall. And it might be late fall to get closer. I think it's going to lead into Rise of Skywalker. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, they timed them really well. They put them right like a week before the movie comes out. So, Because I started started reading the Darth Vader one, and there was parts of it that I thought was interesting. Uh, It kind of lost me a little bit um, with, you know, there was this – this thing where he fought like this old Jedi that had kind of gotten away or something, and he was like really ripped. Oh, Kirakin Fila, yeah, something like that. And I was like, "You're losing me with this, man." Yeah, and the whole squeezing yeah. the the crystal to make it red and like that stuff is kind of yeah. cool, you know. But like, I don't know, man. Like, there's other comics like Ultimate Spider-Man, for example. Where, yeah, like, I finished reading one, and you got to read the next one. Yep. You know, like I don't get that with these Darth Vader comics, but maybe I should give it, you know, you know, more of a shot. This one, the it's the rise of Kylo better. Ren, and it comes out in December. So, oh, it comes out from yeah, the movie. So it's definitely going to yeah, tie yeah, into the movie somehow, or at least give us a backstory on the Knights of Ren because apparently they're going to be a big part of Rise of Skywalker. Cool. So Star yeah. Wars theory, man. Thank you so much for being part of the show. Thank you so much for calling for in. Me, bro. Oh, anytime, brother. Anytime. Um, if you're listening to this. Uh, actually, maybe even stop listening to this right now and go check out Once Upon a Theory if you haven't seen it. It is awesome. I saw it like three or four times, but the first time I watched it, I was like a little kid. I was like, this is so fucking cool. Oh, I got to check it out. It you remi- got to start doing reactions, man. Yeah, <laughs> man. Like, like it reminded me of like watching a great cartoon on a Saturday morning where you're just like, yeah, this is what cartoons are about. Yeah. This is why you wake up early on a Saturday to watch <laughs> a cartoon. Feel, yeah, that's the feel I, I was trying to get. And I think you guys are all going to be blown away with the next episode. Awesome. Uh, shading is just – it's going to look great. Are you planning on making the the episodes a little bit longer, or is this or is this your sweet zone when it comes to the time? Oh yeah, no, 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 no. We're we're planning to go up to ten minutes, you know, but you know, baby steps. Yeah, yeah, awesome. Well, keep taking those baby steps. I'm gonna keep watching, and thank you for supporting us, and we'll support you as long as always, man. I love you guys. All right, love you guys. The feelings mutual, buddy. Thank yeah. you so much. Thank you, Star Wars Theory. Right, we'll talk to you Catch soon. You later. Later. And I did drop the link into the very first Once Upon a Theory into the live chat if you want to check that out. I mean, how cool is it to have a guy like Star Wars Theory in our space having fun with this stuff, not losing – you know, he he gets attacked more than anybody. I mean this guy – this guy had, had gets videos taken down all the time. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean that whole fan – his Vader film we loved. We had him on. We reacted to it. We loved the story. And I know he he went through all that stuff with Lucasfilm when he got signed off on. When they said, oh, sure, you just can't monetize. And he did. And then – but there's weird algorithms that happen with YouTube that I I don't even think it's somebody on the other end. Maybe it is. There's – in the Star Wars fandom, okay, we're a a pretty small group kind of, Mm. right? Like not not a small group, but we kind of know each other. Right. You know what I mean? You're talking about like, yeah, like Star Wars Theory and then you have Jamie Costa. You have Jamie Costa. You have Star Wars Theory. You have Ken. You Mm -hmm. have – you know the um, the the Star Wars Explained guy who's a friend right. of the show. Yep. You know, Alex you have Damon, all, Molly Damon. Yeah, yep. you know we're we're all kind of in the we know, know Chris, each other. Christian Harloff is, yep. is big in that scene. Obviously, he works here, so you know we all kind of know each other, right? But Star Wars Theory is lives in Canada. He's a little bit of an outsider, yeah, and is a true member of the Resistance. I mean, this guy is fighting the good fight, yeah. Um, and uh, we love having him on the show. And um, I literally just to look. I'm going to be totally straight here. Mm. I literally called them 45 seconds before we started the show and said, yep. hey, would you come on and talk about this theory? Yep. So you sure anyway. did. It was, it was good to add him to the show because I wanted to – well, because I watched his video and he had a, a tongue-in-cheek reaction to it like I did. Shmi being Ray. Yeah, let's talk about that. I mean, let's we just talk, talk about – we talked a little bit about it. Okay. I don't like it at all. OK. I don't think it's beautiful at all. I, 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 don't, I, I don't find her – Looking at a twin sunset as any kind of melts your mind kind of thing other than, wait a minute. It might be it, though. No. God, no. No. No, no. If that, if that turns out to be true, then what should I do? I guess I'll eat a shoe. <laughs> I will eat a shoe I'll for cook dinner. It for you. you can cook that shoe Let, for me. Let's talk about this in, 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 in story beats. Okay. 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 I Let, like that. 
I haven't seen the video, okay, to be honest with you. Okay. I didn't see Star Wars Theory's video on it. Yeah. I didn't read the Reddit post. I heard it from you. Okay. Okay. You brought it up to me, and I was like, this sounds crazy. It is. Because I was more interested in the other theory, which we'll talk about, which I also don't like, yeah. which is the Sith Trooper theory. Okay. So we'll put a pin in that. We'll Put a pin on that one. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. So if this sequel trilogy was effectively a really fucked up metaphysical time-traveling weird story of mm-hmm. – Oh God, Ray, and I, I'm almost calling her Ray Skywalker at this point. But Ray, <laughs> okay, who is some kind of whatever we don't even know her upbringings or whatever, right? But somehow is in a collision course with the Emperor. Mm-hmm. Okay, the Emperor somehow, like like in some weird Star Trekky thing, has to have Anakin being born or else he never existed and. All these weird, like, you know, back to the future conundrums and, like, you know, time-traveling paradoxes. And he's and he's the one that sends Ray Skywalker back into the past mm. to actually give birth to Anakin Skywalker. Mm. I mean, that eventually gives birth to Luke, that eventually gives birth to Kylo. And Kylo – it's basically back to the future. I yeah. mean, it's basically back to the future. Yeah. But everything you were describing there does feels zero like a Star Wars movie. I'm with you. I'm it's, with you. It's zero. You even said Star Trekky. Yeah. It's it's it but takes away the idea. If if you, you, execution is key. Don't get me wrong. And if J.J. Abrams does that and it's satisfying and it's like at the end of the day, it's like holy shit, Ray is actually Luke Skywalker's grandmother. It would, you know, and I can't believe I'm about to say this because I like like the people on the chat and we love you guys on the chat. I'm going to leave this show, aren't I? I can't believe it. <laughs> the people on the chat, like it's not so crazy. Maybe blah, 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 yeah. blah, blah. Like it, it would kind of bring everything as a saga, right? Because if you think about it, and look, Lucas obviously – I'm with Paige Roberts here that just dropped in four hand-to-the-face emojis in the, in the, chi- in look, the, in the chat. Let's be clear. This is a rumor. Oh, God. This is an episode where rumors that piss us off. And we are giving – yes. And, yeah. we, and we're doing that. We, we did it on purpose. We like to – we're going to be a little bit ornery. We're going to be a little bit grumpy over these things. But why not? Because it is so slow out there with news right now. People are creating their own theories, and this guy created the theory. Hey, I think it was very creative. I think it was very interesting. Put it on Reddit. It's when people start picking up on it and tagging us and going, well, can this happen? And it's like I always say that like Ken Apsuck, Joseph Scrimshaw over at Force Center, speculate responsibly. Right. And I think we we have to speculate responsibly. This is and not so, a responsible. This, and this is, is not responsible. totally irresponsible. We irresponsible. are putting it. On the air, we are shining a light on it. We are putting a megaphone on this thing just so I can yell and scream about it and laugh but, at it because it's awful for, but, me. But, for but, me. But let me ask you a question. And look, we are going to take some callers in. I don't know. We didn't really announce it, but we are going to take some callers in. So, Cody, yes. if you can throw up the number on the screen because I don't have it memorized. Um, we're going to take some callers in. Feel free to call up. Talk to us. Yeah. Talk some theories, blah, 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 blah. Because we have other rumors out there. Do you want to know other rumors out there? Let me just – you want to finish on this one? Let me finish the one point on this one, <laughs> okay. okay? Because it's not that I'm growing to like it, but it's kind of that I'm growing to like the effect that it could have, okay? It's, and here's the effect a, that I'm looking for. There's a certain poetic thing to it, but it also, I will say. It also gives us something that I can't imagine any other ending giving us kind of, okay. which is closure. Right. It the, literally closes the loop. It literally closes the Skywalker no, saga loop. You, you can't go anywhere else after that. Yeah, because it'll like, just be and, all three trilogies now are completely interconnected, like a mandala. Right. Okay, like a Tibetan mandala. That's very true. Now, which basically means that this episode nine movie better actually have a great friggin' ending that melts <laughs> our minds and closes this thing as a loop, because I hope so. like this would kind of close the loop. Yeah. It would close it and burn the entry into it so nobody could get in there again. Talk about rebooting Star Wars sooner or later down. There's like, nope, can't. Net, God, this even does it. Can, can you imagine if this was Lucas's original idea? 
No way, right? No. No way, no it's, way. Right, I mean, if it, came, if it came from Lucas, though, I would have to, like, really – just like it took me almost 20 years to get over metachlorines and now accept them and be okay with them, this would require another 20 years. Yeah. If, if Shmi Skywalker so, is actually <laughs> – <laughs> All right, we got a call. We have a call. You are on Rula 2. Who do we got? And do you think Ray is actually Shmi Skywalker? Hey guys, this is Jared from Vacaville. How's hey Jared, right? how are you doing? Hey, you made it twice. <laughs> how are you doing? Yep. He called in today on Collider Live. Oh, nice, cool. How are you doing today? Doing good. Good, good. Doing great. So, what's uh, your question? So, the, the, well, responding to if if Ray is Shmi, um, well, it's ridiculous, but I mean, if it happens, I would have to live with it. I mean, yeah. It's not going to happen. It is just fun speculation. If this person had a kick making this theory, good for him. But got all the way to rule it too. So hell, hell yes. Why not? I mean, it is fun to speculate. It does close the loop, though. Yeah, it does yeah, close the fun loop. To speculate. Good for him for doing. Let it. me let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. I'll I'll spin the tables okay. here. I'm going to ask you a question. Okay. Um, okay. If you had to give me very very briefly, because we don't have a lot of time, a way that. Episode 9 ends that gives the Skywalker saga closure. What would that have to be for you? Mm. Giving it closure. Um, I saw this one theory. I think you guys talked about it where uh, Skywalker or or the term Skywalker is now what uh, is the term used for force users or at least people who can use the force of their Skywalker. Um, at first, when I heard it, I wasn't huge into it. I just thought if they're a Force user and then they could be on the light side or the dark side of Jedi or Sith or whatever. But lately, I've really been digging the idea just because I think that the Skywalkers have, su- have had such a massive impact on this certain part of um, the galaxy of this, this, this time period that making the Skywalkers the new term for Force users would be interesting. I don't know if that's going to happen. I, I personally, though, would be a fan of it. Hold on, but this like would give that. you this would give you closure if you if the term Skywalker became the new moniker for the Jedi. That would give you a sense of closure. Yeah, because I feel like it's then honoring uh, Luke. It is honoring uh, Anakin having um, turned away from the dark side to be brought back to the light in his, um, you know. And then also, I mean, I really don't see Kylo as a Skywalker because of how far he's turned and whatnot. Like, I know that he is a Skywalker, but to me, it's like, if they try to redeem him like they did Vader, I just see that as um, a retread and not really a strong retread. So I think the best way to give me closure would be to kind of acknowledge the fact that the Skywalkers had such an impact and then to leave it be. Look, that's great. I got Riley over here nodding at me and pointing at me. I don't know if I'm there with you guys, but um, I I like the theory. I like uh, I like your call. Thank you for the call. Yeah, thanks for the call, dude. Thanks for the call, man. Thanks Uh, for calling into both shows. I so coming off of the trailer, that's what I started. That was the path I started going down. Is that the rise of Skywalker is not what everybody was saying? It's like zombie Luke or something that he comes back to life. Rise of Skywalker, meaning a lineage of, of Force users that become yeah. – that they're going to have to find balance. The balance is – and Kylo Ren maybe is a part of it with Rey. And that is how do they determine whether or not to go to the dark side, whether to go to the light side. Kylo Ren is fighting with the light. We know that. We've seen that. Rey, we haven't seen much whether or not she's just, you know going up against the dark side, temptation. Yeah. She was tempted by Kylo Ren. Join her. you know, Join him. All that kind of stuff. I like the idea. Yeah, I so, think it's poetic. Um, so, I totally forgot what I was going to say. But that's all right. Enough. That's all right. But somebody did leave us a ten dollar super chat, and yep. even though we don't solicit super chats yet, maybe one day we'll do a super chat thing. Yeah, we're not doing that right now. But somebody dropped ten dollars. James Gold, let's take his question. You want to read it? I got it. It's the Star Wars. Trilogy is about a lost generation trying to define themselves. How will they learn from history repeating and previous generation failure successes? Also, the legacy good-bad of the Skywalkers. 
So the sequel trilogy is about a lost generation. So it's a statement really rather than a question. First it's all, a lost one, generation. One of the better interpretations that I've heard about yeah. what the sequels are about. I love this. Like I like the idea of people that don't know what's going on because that's what it feels like when you watch the movies. This this actually is really good. Yeah. The lost generation trying to define themselves. What do we know? Look at Kylo Ren. He's trying to d- define himself, but he's looking to Vader, and he right. keeps wanting to emulate Vader. He's lost, so he puts on a mask to become somebody else. Yeah. And then the light side is calling to him. So what do I have to do? I have to kill my father to go to the dark side to continue to find a place. So he's lost. Ray. She keeps wanting to go back to Jakku. She's lost. She doesn't have her parents. Who am I? I think it's a really good call that it is about determining your place in the galaxy when you're surrounded by myths and legends that did it before you. First of all, I love that. And, and like I know I say first of all a lot, but it's not just me. It's I've, fine. Not, I've noticed a lot of people say first of all a lot. First like, of all, you're right. Yeah, yeah. Listen for it. Listen for it, guys. <laughs> oh, I know. That and yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Both of those things. Oh, I have them. We, we have our ticks on, yeah, yeah. on Everybody has on them. Everybody has them. This might be the most astute observation mm. or or concise definition yeah. of what the sequels are about on a holistic level of a lost generation trying to define themselves. That's I an interesting that. thing. I don't think that that's what they're thinking. <laughs> but I do like that interpretation and it gives it a little bit more meat on the bone because you're right. Like – I mean, but they still don't explain how it became a lost generation. Right. Because, like, Luke had had defeated the Empire, and even though the Empire was still out there, um, we still don't get how it rose and fell so quickly. Right. You know, because, like, all we get is them exploding six planets, you know, that all happen to be in the same solar system. Or Agreed. Was, or some crap like that. Well, it, it's interesting to even think if you go a little deeper into it, what it must have been like. For the Empire to fall at the end of Return of the Jedi, there's a new order, right? Yeah. We get the New Republic. We get remnants of the Empire that we're going to explore in the Mandalorian series because there's pockets of them. Yeah. They're still operating. We learned that in the Mandalorian teaser that Werner Herzog's character says there are Empire outposts still out there. To me, this is still a society that is lost trying to figure out their, their identity. Some people who only knew the Empire, they want to continue that. Werner Herzog. Werner Herzog's in it, yeah. In what? In The Mandalorian. Oh, is he? Yeah. Oh, that's right. That's right. He is in it. He's, he's, he's some in like uh, – he's, uh, he's some kind of mob boss or something. For, that... for, the, for the cinephiles out there, um, mm-hmm. Werner Herzog, when I was in film school, did a movie that we all had to watch. It was mandatory. It's called the Geary, the Wrath of God. I've never seen it, but I've heard of it. Yeah, it's it's absolutely breathtaking. Really? Cinema. Yeah, I highly, highly recommend it. A Geary, the Wrath of God. A Geary, the Wrath of God by Werner Herzog. Anyway, okay. I like it. Um, oh. We we got another call. Oh. We're going to take him on in here. It's Rule of Two. You're live on the air. What's your name? What's your question? Hi, my name is Justin. Hey. I'm calling from Frisco. Hey, oh, Justin. Dallas. Sorry. From Frisco. Yeah. I thought Frisco was banned. I thought nobody could call it Frisco. <laughs> <laughs> if you live in if you live in San Francisco, you can call it Frisco. You can call it Frisco. Yeah. All right. All right. What's your question, Justin? So my question is, um, I might be delirious. My fandom might have gone down. Hmm. But um because my question is is during the during solo, I was one of those people that did not like it. Yeah, I'm with but you. But my one of the main things that turned me off is um, they mentioned heaven and hell, you know, and I didn't think Star Wars was mentioned in that. You hmm. know what I mean? That's interesting. And putting that actual like real world mythology into it. Where did they mention that? Where did they mention that, I Justin? Heard, I honestly can't tell you right off the bat. Um, I believe is when they're doing plans to do the mission. I because I haven't watched the movie since it came out because it's. Not one of my favorites at all. <laughs> yeah, no, okay. I get it. I, I remember so, that. I remember that. So, so basically, your question is: Should Star Wars incorporate sort of human trappings into its own like uh, enclosed mythology? Uh, thank you for the call, Justin. Um, so, it's interesting. It's interesting. Look, I mean, but heaven and hell—it's kind of like at this point they're almost like good bad. You know, there's such right. such a broad term. Um, but it's not a terrible point to not infuse the 
Star Wars world with our own right short you know not shortcomings but with our own sort of beliefs. Well, we put but, we've created well, a mythology, we, yeah. and there's a mythology you know, in it. First of all, I take that back. I take that back because it's impossible to not do that. Yeah, but I I mean, look, I go back to when Han Solo. In Empire Strikes Back says, sir, your tauntaun's going to freeze before you reach the first marker. What does he say? Then I'll see you in hell. Then I'll see you in hell. Yeah. And yeah, he's yeah, out. Yeah, yeah. Right? So it's, been done, it's been done before and I think it's, a, it's, it, it's something that grounds us a little bit, maybe subconsciously where you're like, that's why I identify with these characters. They do have a version of heaven and hell because if, the, if all of a sudden it's like, then I'll see you in – Hades, Hades, or, or whatever, yeah, or even they, that. No, or a made-up Star Wars yeah. name. Like, what's hell? I'll see Stovacor. you in, yeah. in Stovacor. Yeah, I'll see you in Stovacor. Yeah, I'll see you in Stovacor. I'll see you in Mustafar. Yeah. You know, it's like, <laughs> right, what right. is Mustafar? A planet? No, it's hell. What? So it's like, it's hard yeah, yeah, to I'm do. I'm with you. I'm with you. But if Star Wars were to say, like, hey, Luke, you want to go grab a burger? No. Right. No. Right. That would be, I think, a little bit something where but we connect to a, a, a very American term. To me, that's happened uh, once. Where I felt Star Wars pulled me out of it just a little bit. Yeah. Okay? It happened in the last Skywalker saga movie for me. For me, it happened in one of the movies that I actually love and in a scene that I actually like. But the first time I saw it, I was like, oh, that, yeah. that doesn't feel like Star Wars to me. And it's and it's having E.T. in the Senate. Yeah. I, I mean, it's, I didn't love E.T. in the Senate. Yeah, it's a it's it's a nice Easter egg, and I'm an ET guy. It's my one of my favorite movies yeah, all it's time. It's a beautiful movie. Right? It's a beautiful movie, but yeah, putting it there because then you know what it did, and we're canon junkies, obviously, and everybody. Well, maybe back then, Lucas was just doing a little nod to his friend Steven Spielberg, but that automatically makes ET and the rest of the galaxy being able to get to Earth. Right. Right. So it's a little bit like Han Solo. All of a sudden, is like, where are we? Earth. Wow. Which was a great comic. <laughs> right. It was like an Elseworld comic where Han Solo hits some kind of thing, hyperspace highway or whatever. He ends up at Earth. He crash lands. The Millennium Falcon grows over with, with, Ma, uh, with Moss. Chewbacca lives because Han Solo is taken out by some Aztecs. And the legend of Bigfoot is created. And guess who then goes uh, exploring the, the remains of the Millennium Falcon and looking for the legend of Sasquatch. Indiana Jones. Indiana Jones. So it was a nice little kind yeah, of thing. It's a nice little touch. It it's a nice fun. little touch. But like for me, when I hear it's a galaxy far, far – like a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away, mm -hmm. it means to me that there's zero chance of this world and our worlds ever interacting. I'm with you. But that they're both built out of that same human nature. Yeah. You know, like like that's the way that I took it as a fairy tale. Like it it's is. a fairy tale that'll never happen. But the, Lucas saying a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away is our version of once upon a time. Right. And that's what I love because it is. We're never gonna touch it. It happened a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. And to me the E. T. thing brought it a little too close. Because it is E. T. Yeah. And, e and so then when you rewatch Star Wars, then the entire time I'm sorry. When you rewatch E.T., the entire time you're rethinking everything. And E.T. is playing with Star Wars toys. That's what I'm saying. And with Elliot, yeah. So it's just, yeah. So it's like, is that why he was playing with Star Wars toys? Because he actually recognized them and he was trying to tell Elliot about something that was going on in a galaxy far, far away? And how did they know to make toys of all these people that live in a galaxy far, far away? Does somebody yeah, work God, at Kenner? I, it threw me off. E.T. must have had somebody who worked off. at Kenner. It threw me off. It threw me off. I hated the big-ass door. That Oscar Isaac said in uh, um, um, Last Jedi, they're going to get through this big ass door that took me right out of the movie. I'm like, right, please right. don't say big ass door again. You know what else took me out a little bit? And again, it's a movie that I love, but every time I watch it, I'm like, oh, I don't love that. Yeah, it's in um, in Attack of the Clones when Anakin and Obi Wan are in that bar. Uh -huh. You know, uh, go back to your drinks. This is Jedi business, right? right? That got me a little bit. There's like a there's like a, a football game. That every time for me. It's a football game with robots. Yeah, it's a robot football game. Yes. I didn't love that either. I didn't either. It, yeah. it was just like, oh, so they have football over there too with we're, robots? We're like Dex, a Dexter in the diner doesn't bother me at all because I can imagine there being diner type scenarios. Like, uh, I can yeah. live with that. Those robot playing football, I was like, oh, I didn't love that. Anyway. Yeah, I get it. Oh, All right. Phone calls are open and we got a caller. We got a caller. You're in Rula 2. What's your name? What's your question? 
Hi, I'm Shane from Moose Jaw, Saskatchewan, Canada. No, right. James from Saskatchewan, Canada. Yeah, I man. love it. What's your question? Yeah. Uh, so I'm a huge fan of the Battlefront 2 campaign. Yeah, me too. I was just too. wondering if you guys think that Aiden Versio's daughter would show up in Episode 9 at all. That's a good one. I don't know. I mean, there's been a little speculation on that. Wasn't it at one point they were saying maybe that that's Ray's mother or something like that? They were connecting it that way. The, I think the short answer for me is that not a lot of characters are going to cross over from comics. And I think the the one that really stands out to me is Rogue One having Saw Gerrera appear in Clone Wars and then show up in Rogue One, Forrest Whitaker, and he's going to show up again in the next uh, Fallen uh, Jedi Fallen Order, uh, the video game. Oh, is he? Yeah, no, so right, he's, right, he's going right, to be in right. it. But in I it. think yeah, for yeah. something like that, I think if it happens, it could be like an Easter egg for the fans where it's like, oh, I know that character, yeah. like maybe in the background or something or, or a mention of the name so that the fans of the video game go, ah, OK, we finally connected. Yeah. And I look, I'll agree with you on one thing, my friend, is that uh, Battlefront 2, even though it's not one of my favorite games, I think it's like, you know, and I've tried to replay it a bunch of times on the multiplayer PVP stuff. Uh, the the single player story campaign is very engaging. Yes, and definitely keeps you there. I loved playing as Luke, uh, you know, with the compass. I loved yeah. seeing the compass in the Last Jedi. Yeah, I thought the story with the main character was very very well done. Uh, her relationship uh, with her father I thought was very powerful. Um, you know, it was her father, right? Or, or yeah, yeah, her her father like runs yeah, the, the father yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, um, but yeah, I don't see her showing up in episode nine. Episode nine's got so much work to do. Yeah, it's that's... Got... the one thing that like kind of pointed for me to go to that is I don't know if you played the kind of the second release, like the resurrection add-on. No, follows, Ooh, like, I want right to get that. Force Awakens. Oh, oh really? No, I haven't even heard of that. I haven't even heard of that one. Kind of the ending of it is right at the end of Force Awakens, and they send Iden Versio's daughter a way to go find rebel reinforcements for the start of uh, Last Jedi. That's kind of what... Oh, I remember it. hearing about... The, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I think it's fun when they that they connected like that, but I think overall, Fernandez and I are both in agreement that there... I think the best answer is there is a lot to cover yeah, in episode nine. a lot of work to do. That was set up in the movies and not necessarily in some of the supplement material, Battlefront 2, some of the comics... Because we still we, – we're sitting here banging the drum for Snoke, a little bit more information on what Snoke was doing. How are you introducing the Emperor? Who the hell are the Knights of Ren? Who's Rey's parents? Are we going to retcon that or are we going to actually get something? And is she me Skywalker? Yeah. I mean let's call a, a spade a spade here. Yeah. So thank you very much for the call, man. Yeah, thank um, you for the call. Lots of great comments too in the chat. Thank you everybody for joining us. If you're listening and at home, you want to join us on a live stream sometime. 817 people watching. 817 people watching. Let's double that. That is great. Thank you everybody for doing the Rule of Two Army. Rule of two army in the house. Strong. So we talked about – Strong. The brand is strong. We talked about rumors that piss us off. Yeah. I want to throw another one at you. OK. But please tell me that we're going to talk about the Sith Trooper one at some point. Well, let's talk about it right now then. OK. I will just tell you this title that I found on a website. OK. And we don't have to talk about it at all after that because it's ridiculous. Okay, you know what? Fine. Let's talk about it. See, this is what the show's about. We, yes. We, we don't agree, but we negotiate a common understanding. Right. Here is <laughs> an shoot. actual title. Yeah. Where is it? I lost it. Oh, Damn it. On. Damn it. Hold on. I'm finding it. I'm fine. Where is it? Oh, my God. All right. I'm going to jump into my theory then. Okay. Okay. Go for it. Okay. And then we'll do that one. Oh, wait. Oh, no, you got it? Star Wars 9 Rise of Skywalker leak. Yeah. Palpatine survived inside Darth Vader's helmet. This is the dumbest one I've, uh, I've heard yet. That was an actual title that I clicked on. But why'd you even click on it? Because I had to know who created this. And it's just – I can't. <laughs> I can't. So what's the theory? Tell me the theory. The theory is is that somehow when the Emperor was killed – is that his spirit was transferred into the helmet, and that's why he's able to commune with Kylo Ren and why Kylo Ren is looking at the, at the, at the charred mask because the emperor is somehow in there and he's laughing from the helmet. Oh, tell me. I show just, me the darkness. I picture – you know the, the Diet Dr. Pepper guy? Yeah. The little tiny guy that yeah, yeah, shows yeah, yeah, up yeah, and yeah. goes, Diet Dr. Pepper. That's like the emperor inside the helmet. Oh, he just God. pops up and goes, hi. 
And he's like, there, he's like, let's take over the world again. And it's like, dude, you're like that big. Yeah, Can you stop this? Theory. That's a that's a horrible theory. Okay, so I'm gonna jump <laughs> into my theory. Off. Okay, Go. and, and I, correct me if I'm wrong because this is the one that I actually read because I saw a few uh, outlets pick it up. Yes. Um, and basically, it's the Sith troopers, right? The Sith troopers. Yeah. So basically, the Sith trooper that we've all seen, uh, the sort of red-looking stormtrooper, right? Okay, is not part of the First Order. It's a completely separate group of troopers that are with the Emperor somewhere in the outer region. And again, this whole outer region thing, I mean, we should do an episode about that. Like what WTF is the outer region? Yeah, the unknown regions. The unknown regions because that's such a vague term. It is, and hopefully now with this, we might get a little bit of action on this in Episode 9. Right, right. So there's this outer regions thing, right, Mm -hmm. which seems like they hang out there more than any – like it seems like we're there more than any other place in Star Wars. But anyway, in the outer regions, uh, the Emperor is alive, okay, with the fleet, with a big part of the Imperial fleet hanging back there with him. Right. And that he created a new gang of of troopers – Called the Sith Troopers that are under the control of the Emperor. Yeah. Now somehow there's a MacGuffin that gives you control over these Sith Troopers. It's like called, a weapon. It's called the Wayfinder or the Windfinder. I don't know what the hell it's called. Something right. like that in this article. Right. And that the whole movie basically Kylo is going there to try to recruit these troopers. Mm-hmm. The Emperor foils his plans. Okay. And then that's when the Emperor makes himself known. As still being alive, okay, and that basically these Sith troopers are in conflict with with the, Kylo the entire time. Makes and, sense, and, and you know, I, you know, I don't know. I mean, maybe there's more to the leak, but this is well, the gist of it. Uh, yeah, that's the gist of it, and that does come sometimes. It con- and I believe it's it originated with uh, making Star Wars dot net. Making Star Wars dot net. That's where I saw it. Yep. So sometimes. Um, They've gotten things correct. So I don't find it terrible. I think that it could work. And there is stuff that's been set in the supplement materials like Aftermath and especially Battlefront 2. The Emperor had a contingency plan. And there was like a hologram. This like red kind of guard walks up and there's like a mask. And then the hologram of the Emperor speaks and says, you know, execute Order 67 now. So – could work. Does this does this theory piss you off? Doesn't piss me off like Shmi Skywalker is Ray. It does piss me off. Let me tell you why. Okay, great. Okay, it pisses me off because, like we said ten minutes ago, and somebody else gave us a super chat. We should we'll we look should at that. Yeah, five bucks. You know, um, thank you for that tasty waffle. Tasty waffle. Yeah, yeah it's a great I got name. it up here. But finish right, what cool. you were saying. So it pisses me off because of this. Episode nine has a lot of work to do. Yeah, a lot of work to do. Okay, you have to explain all kinds of shit. Mm-hmm. You got to tell me what the hell's going on with the character of Leia, right? right? A poll that I posted a few weeks or a few days ago in 2017 of of uh, a pretty scientific poll. Only about 2,700 people were polled. Who's their favorite Star Wars character? Right. Number one was Leia. I know. Okay. Number two, Luke. Number two, Luke. To me, that makes sense. Yeah. So that means that episode three, you have the whole Leia thing to deal with, mm-hmm. okay, which is important to us as fans. Right. You have the Luke thing to deal with. You got to deal with that somehow. Right. You got to deal with the fact that we still don't know who the hell Snoke was or, mm-hmm. or, 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 or how he seduced Kylo. Mm-hmm. You got to deal with Kylo and Rey's relationship with each other. Okay, you got to deal with the fact that Finn is still a main character and we don't know where the hell he's going. And Poe. And I would also like them to touch on what is the governing body of the universe. The Republic's been taken out. <laughs> right, right. The First so, Order, we just – at first, I thought the First Order was just doing these like, like a terrorist group yeah, that so were taking out certain so things. It's got a lot of work to do. It has okay? a lot of work to do. So if if there's a big storyline now of Kylo Ren going to get these Sith Troopers, which I actually think is a great episode of like the Clone Wars. Yeah, yeah. He's going to go get these Sith Troopers and, and somehow the Emperor foils that plan. Where is our rebels? Where are the resistance in all of this? So maybe it's not like a like like a Star Wars um, 
uh, or making Star Wars kind of made it seem like it was a big part of the story. Maybe it's not that big a part of the story. But then again, I don't believe any of these theories, man. I, I don't either. Not until I see the movie. I think there are leaks that could be of truth. Yeah. I think there are theories that can land in the truth region. But until but, I see the movie, some of these sound just so outlandish. Yeah. You know, when they cast Carrie, there was an article I found when they cast Carrie Russell. Somebody put out there that Carrie Russell has been cast as Mara Jade, right? Which was one of the the favorites of the um, you know expanded universe. The Zon trilogy, yeah, the Zon, the the Thrawn tr- trilogy. So uh, yeah, Timothy's on, yeah. But George Lucas didn't like Mara Jade, which is which 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 is fine. Which but I, it's but, not only fine. I just don't. I've never seen that quote. Yeah, well, he didn't like the. So who who was it? It was um, J D. Rinsler who does the making of books, I think, said in a story that he was talking about it and Mara Jade cover art of the uh, – of like one of the books came across his desk and he's like he didn't like it because it made Mara Jade look like a cosmopolitan model I think is the, the term they used. OK. So maybe so maybe he didn't like the way she was drawn in, in a render. And we never know what he actually thought of the character because I always like – I thought the character was awesome. The character is awesome. She was the hand – the emperor's hand. And she was playing Luke like a fiddle. Like yeah. Luke didn't know that she was a Jedi. Right. And then came back around and they fell in love. And then yeah. It's, an, together, it's a and great then, story. Yeah. It's, it's the backbone of the Zon trilogy. It or really the is. Thrawn trilogy, whatever you want to call it, is Luke and Mara Jade's relationship. I mean, the, you know, like, it is. But how would you? So, so why would he hate her if it's like the main thing in his? That aside, though, why would you introduce Mara Jade in Episode Nine? You, you don't. You can't. Why would you? If you wanted Mara Jade in the new trilogy, you have to put her in the very first movie. She had Absolutely. to be in Force Awakens. Absolutely. She would have to be already married to Luke somehow if they were going down that line. And if you want to, like, Jason Solo, I always go, Kylo Ren is a version of Jason Solo, and it makes sense, and they change the name. Maybe Carrie Russell is playing a version of a Mara Jade character, Force-sensitive, maybe uh, uh, connected to the Emperor somehow. We don't know. But a lot of these rumors, they just seem like it's like they just come right into somebody's head. factor? Carrie Russell as Mara Jade? It's fine. (laughs) It's no Shmi is Ray, I'll tell you that. That one does piss you off. It huh? pisses me off like you All wouldn't right. believe. So let's do this next one. And remember, calls calls are welcome. Uh, there we go. Oh, look, every time I say that, we get a caller. I think he's had it. All right, you're on Rula 2. Thanks for calling in. What's your name and where are you from? Hello? Hi there, you're on Rula 2. What's your name? Where are you from? Oh, cool. Hey, my name's Chris. I'm from Torrance, California. All right, Torrance, in the, in the, in the neighborhood of, uh, of, of us here. What's your question today? So I've seen you know, a lot of different theories going on with Star Wars for Episode Nine and whatnot, and I've heard you know about, about Skywalker coming back as a zombie, uh, which Jeez. I don't think is going to happen. Nah. But you know, I didn't really like the way he went out in Episode Eight. I okay. think they could have still used him in Episode Nine, not killing him off. Yeah. But my thought, my thought is, you know, they keep showing new Force powers in these movies. Mm. And Luke Skywalker is supposed to be pretty powerful. So what if some way, while being a part of the Force, the ether of the Force, he's able to learn maybe in a critical moment in the movie, he finds out a way to manifest himself into a physical form to help out Rey, maybe fight the Emperor at some point? I don't know. But I was thinking maybe he could potentially, to appease some of the fans who didn't like the way he went out, he'd come back in a physical form for like a let me, epic scene of some sort. Yeah. Let, me, let me ask you a question. Is that something you mm-hmm. want to see? Do you want to see more of Luke? Is that why you're saying that? I would like to see more of Luke, and I I would say it would satiate some of my uh, disappointment with the way he went out in the last movie. If he came back for like a brief scene of like epicness of like, hey, I can manifest myself into a physical being. It may not be something you do all the time, right? But like in a uh, way of extreme uh, pressure or some type of, like, using the Force to do something we haven't seen before. Well, let me ask you this, because it was set up, and we have. We've talked about this on Rule of Two, how there have been new Force powers introduced, and we just learned that a Force ghost, like Yoda, can actually manipulate his surroundings and use the Force to, say, call some lightning into a tree and burn it down. So he was actually a ghost figuring out how to affect his reality with Luke. Yeah. He so, saw the movie Ghost, and he saw the movie. Learned ghost. how to push the penny. He, right? he pushed the penny, and then and now he, he can burn it, a tree. Yep, and then he uh, made some pottery with Ray. So, um, <laughs> what, so would you? <laughs> you see would, what you did here with this call, man? Yeah. 
Yes, would sir. you like <laughs> would you would you be satisfied if Force Ghost Luke was able to do something outside of that realm and like affect our own physical reality without necessarily breaking the rules set up in the original trilogy that we have Force Ghosts? Look, I think it all comes down to this and thank you very much for the call. Yeah, um, thanks dude. I think it all comes down to this, man. We all have huge, unfulfilled, um, whatever you want to call it, around Luke Skywalker. Yeah. And we're just trying to figure out a way to get one last look at Luke. I know. You know, and that and that's really cool alliteration. I tap myself on the back for that one. One last look at Luke. Yeah, one last look at Luke. Look, look, <laughs> look at, at Luke. Luke. That's it. Say one that five times. One last look at Luke. One last look at Luke. I think a lot of people were disappointed. I yeah. think a lot of people were indifferent on it. When I first saw it, I was a little indifferent, and then I, it, it really grew on me and became something beautiful yeah. for me again. But I see the need. I, I would love it. I thought when Luke was climbing back up on the rocks, I think Christian Harloff had the same feeling. I went, great. They're going to oh. go pick him up now, and he'll be in episode nine. Here's a theory that doesn't piss me off. Okay. Okay. Um, I forgot where I read this, but it's been popping up more and more and more recently, and I can't believe I didn't think about it when I was doing my real Last Jedi bashing, mm-hmm. like in the first 72, you know, it's like that episode, the first 24, the first 48, mm-hmm. to solve the crime. That's always when you bash movies the most. Right. And if you guys think I'm bad now, which I've gotten a lot better at, in the first 24, I was really, really, really bad. And I yeah. wish I would have thought about this in the first 24. Sure. But when we got our last look at Luke, mm-hmm. right, his hand didn't disappear. I know. That's a big thing that everybody talks about. <laughs> but have you been hearing it more now? Yeah. So, so I have. It, it's leaning now towards saying, well, because we didn't see his hand disappear, that he actually didn't die. He disappeared. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I don't, look, I don't buy that for I, one second. I don't second. buy it either. And I mean, it's like, uh, it's like, what are the rules? And I think it's like, it's a poetic moment. Right, because like, does he have a filling in his tooth? Because like, the, the, the robe went down. So, and he was sitting there. Maybe the, the maybe the hand's there. Maybe <laughs> maybe we're going back to Octu and, the, and, and, and the Ray goes, there. oh, there's the hand. So right. <laughs> we'll see. But uh, uh, So we got a $5 question. We got to answer this guy. Yeah. yeah paid so five bucks. We have Tasty Waffle who said, though, this is just a comment, even though I don't think Ray is me. When she was cast in the in the Force of, uh, Force Awakens, my first thought is that the actress was a lookalike of uh, Shmi Skywalker. So that was Tasty Waffles. They do look alike. They do. They, they do I could see it. I could see it. So I'll go to the last one as we wrap up Rule of Two here on a Monday. Fernandez, knowing you're a big fan of Vader Immortal VR game, would you dig the rumors of Snoke being the Black Bishop if it ends up to be true? I would absolutely love that. Yeah. I would too. That would I, explain it. I, it would that explain would give it. something. It would make a lot of friggin' sense. Yeah. The Black Bishop is a really interesting character in Vader Immortal, even though you only see him for a split second. Um, the dialogue that he has with Vader is really interesting. And I've gone back and I've watched that scene again and again and again because I get the feeling that the Black Bishop is, is not being completely straight with Vader. Right. And I, and I feel that like Vader doesn't really trust him that, that much either, that there's this weird thing that Vader doesn't really want him to know exactly what he's doing and exactly what this holocron means and exactly what this, I guess, because, like, Mustafar is strong in the Force. Yeah. You know, there was, like, a temple built underneath. There was that, th- they had that underground world where it was, like, it was... D- thriving with vegetation yeah. and then there was some weird kind of invasion that happened and so there's something going on with Mustafar that to I love. To me, connecting Snoke to the uh, saga is the most important thing episode 9 has to do. I know it sounds a little bit like low level yeah, but you have to explain it well, because it, it was so important to Kylo Ren and it was so important to the resistance. He killed uh, his fucking father exactly. over Exactly. He killed exactly. his father over it. You got to explain to me how somebody makes a kid born of royalty, yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. Killed his own father. You got to explain that to me. Yeah, and you know? I think they will. We're getting the Knights of Ren, so I really think JJ knew what he was doing when he created Snoke, the character, created the Knights of Ren. JJ's back. Chris Terrio is writing it with him, so I think we're yeah. going to get some answers finally. So, so really quick, Haskell four twenty. Um, 
We did. I I obviously saw the Vaderverse Kylo Ren fan film. I saw it too. Yeah, yeah, I thought it was cool. It was okay. You know, it's a cool little saber fight. Didn't have a lot of story to me. Yeah, but I, the story story is what gets me, and I think that's why we loved having Star Wars Theory on because he really went into the character of Vader and brought up stuff from the prequels, brought up stuff from the sequels, yeah. brought up things. Tried to add to the lore. Tried to add to the lore. This was just. Hey, look, what if Kylo Ren fought Darth Vader? And it's very well done. So well done, but I want more story. It doesn't make any sense to me. Why would they fight each other? It doesn't really, like, like Riley nailed it. It doesn't add a ton of story yeah. for me, but I did see it. I thought it was great. Again, guys, uh, before we sign off here, go check out Star Wars Theory's uh, channel. Go check out Once Upon a Theory. Really, really, really cool fan fiction stuff. Yeah, it's very cool. And we thank him for joining us on today's episode. And that is, that'll do it. It's Rula 2. That went by fast. It went by really fast. It's episode 52. Thank you for joining us here on Collider Videos where we we put this, the live chat. We have it here. We're taking calls every Monday at 5 p.m. PST. You can watch us live. You can call in. You can chat with us. And if you're listening to this at home, maybe on the Collider Podcast One Jedi Council feed, thank you very much. You can share that around. Give us a five-star review. That helps us like you wouldn't believe. Remember to subscribe to Collider Videos so you can get more alerts like this, more shows like this. That's Mark Fernandez. I'm Mark Riley. He's at Mark Fernandez on Twitter, and I'm at Riley Around on Twitter. Thank you very much, everyone, for joining us. We'll be back next week with an all-new one. See you then. Rise. Stay little chico, pit bull, Mr. 305, better said Mr. Worldwide, and I'm here to tell you about my new podcast, From Negative to Positive, brought to you by my friends over at State Farm. I believe that to have success, you got to play the game, so that the game doesn't play you. You know, the biggest risk you take is not taking one. It's very important that you make sure that you make the most out of your money, especially when it comes to insurance. State Farm offers surprisingly great rates. They have great agents standing by helping you personalize your coverage. All this is backed up by award-winning, easy-to-use technology. It's a great price with an even greater service. When you want the real deal, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. People notice a healthy smile, but maybe you have tooth sensitivity, bleeding gums, or acid-weakened enamel. Sensodyne, Paradontax, and Pronamel are trusted specialty toothpastes created to help improve your oral health. For tooth sensitivity, choose Sensodyne. Bleeding gums, get Paradontax. For acid-weakened enamel, Pronamel is the toothpaste for you. Sensodyne, Paradontax, and Pronamel. Trusted specialty toothpaste to help bring home your healthy smile. Visit Ibotta to earn cash back.